Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of the Matt Luna Fishing Podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, one thing I'd like to do is grow this podcast. One way I think we could do it is by having you take a picture and posting it on your social media platform, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Tag me in that post and I will share it myself on my Instagram story. I really want the podcast to grow and I think this would be a fun way to share that my podcast is out there and that you guys are listening. So if you do that, thank you very much and here's today's episode. What's going on everybody? I am heading home from Lake Shasta. Um, I had a lot of fun, but the tournament ended up being pretty disappointing for me. I started off doing well in the first day and then I bombed it on the second day and dropped a lot. So my first day of practice didn't go as well as I was hoping for. Um, the first day was a little bit tougher than I expected. Um, I still caught a bunch of fish, but I didn't catch um, the quality that I was hoping for and I didn't get as many bites as I was expecting either. Um, covered, you know, main lake and some of the pit river arm. Um, there was a lot of like muddy water in the lake and I had a hard time getting bit wherever the, the water was um, dirtier than normal. Uh, lake Shasta can have some pretty clear water, but I noticed that the better quality and um, the more bites came where it was relatively clear. There was kind of like a, a little bit of milkiness kind of a color to it. It wasn't super clear, but it definitely wasn't dirty either. So the second day of practice was a lot better. Um, my partner that I was practicing with and I caught a lot of fish. Um, we caught tons of bites. There was some wind in the morning and I was able to catch some Alabama rig fish. And then when the, you know, the uh, wind started to die down, I slowed it down. Um, and we ended up catching a lot of fish on a shaky head. And I paired that with the MB Fat Finesse Worm from Exxon Lures. And we just caught a ton of fish, got a lot of bites and we had some relatively decent quality. We were catching two pound fish, which at Shasta, that's what you're looking for. Typical weights at Shasta can be in the eight, nine, um, high nines for, for weight, and anything above 10, you're on the right track. Um, what happened in this tournament with someone catching you know, tons of weight is pretty unheard of. I want to say that it was a record weight that the guy brought in and he just blew everybody way out of the water with this event and um, I don't think you go to Shasta expecting to catch 30 pounds by any means. You might have 30 pounds for an entire tournament and if you do, you might have won that tournament or we're definitely top 10 for sure. So going into my first day of the tournament, I knew that there was going to be a little bit of wind and I wanted to throw the Alabama rig when that windy early morning conditions were around and I figured I could catch some fish doing that and uh, that worked out. I went to my first few areas and caught fish on the Alabama rig and I had a limit, you know, within an hour or so. Um, it wasn't a good limit, but it definitely was a limit and then it was just time to upgrade. And when I could, when the wind wasn't blowing, I slowed down and I threw that shaky head around with the Exxon Lures MB Fat Finesse Worm and caught a lot of fish and I was able to upgrade throughout the day. One thing I noticed on that first day of the tournament was that the better quality fish were on main lake points where there was deeper water. A lot of times at Lake Shasta, those 
those bigger quality fish come on the long flat points um, I could catch a lot of fish on the long flat points but I couldn't catch the quality that I felt that I needed and I started fishing some different types of structure that had chunkier rock on it that went uh, that had a little bit deeper water access to them and that's when we started to be able to upgrade our limits and cull out a lot of fish that we caught in the morning and then going back into practice um, in the afternoons there definitely was a jig bite that started to pick up and then on day one of the tournament I go to this one big main lake point there's a lot of nasty rock kind of structure on it and um, deep, real deep water on one side and then it kind of flattened out onto the other side of the point and uh, my co-angler caught a real good keeper uh, biggest fish of his day the, for the biggest fish in his bag and um, I caught another good quality jig fish um, right at the end of the day last fish of the day last fish that I caught and it ended up being my big fish for the day as well and that jig definitely boosted my weight into that 10 and a half zone that I ended up weighing and that gave me a good shot at having a good tournament cashing a check which was my goal and it was just up to me to figure out how to bring that into day two and hopefully move up you know a pound or so in the standings because that would have pushed me up into that next level um, of the standings in order to get a check so after day one I really felt confident that what I was able to do on on day one would work for day two as well so I tried to duplicate day day one on day two as much as possible and it just didn't work um, the day it was a lot tougher there was wind in the morning and I was able to catch fish on the Alabama rig again and I caught the same you know quality of fish on the Alabama rig as I did on on the first day um, the bites were a little bit fewer and far between but I got a limit pretty quickly and I was just looking to upgrade after that pretty quickly in the day I could tell that the bite wasn't exactly the same I was still getting bites um, I just wasn't getting as many as I did the day before I figured that just probably was mostly due to fishing pressure you know a lot of these spots have been hit already by other fishermen the day before and on that day as well um, I just figured I needed to grind it out keep casting keep going to different areas just trying to you know get a quality bite or two at different spots and at the end of the day I'd be able to call out some of my fish and come in with another solid bag in practice and in day one the reaction bite for me just wasn't there during the midday or um, once the morning was over basically that reaction bite just wasn't there whether there was wind or not I just could not seem to um, get a reaction bite to go and I was really hoping that that wind would die down going into that midday in the afternoon like it did on the first day but on day two that wind was pretty intermittent and it really messed up what I was wanting to do which was finesse fish throw that shaky head and try to grind out some bites on those points the shaky head I was throwing was a quarter ounce and I was trying to fish that in 30 foot of water and when the wind wasn't bad it was easy to fish that but when the wind you know picked up it really made it difficult to feel any bottom contact or anything like that and I know that I missed bites and missed opportunities as a result of not being able to fish that as effectively as I wanted to um, I'm not blaming the wind for my performance or anything like that it's just I should have adjusted 
and fished a little bit differently in order to have better success, but I just didn't change and adapt to the conditions as quickly and as good as I should have. On day two, the middle part of the day in the afternoon was a grind. It was much, much tougher than it was on day one. Um, there was a little bit of cloud cover, which I would have thought made the bite better, but I think that it really affected you know, the way those fish reacted. We had pretty stable conditions through the tournament, and even day two was fairly stable considering um, how, how the weather was during practice and the first day of the tournament. But for whatever reason, the bite seemed tougher. A lot of guys at weigh-in even um, said the same thing, that their day was tougher as well. And um, as that tournament day just wore on, um, I just was running out of time to try to figure out how to you know, continue to upgrade to get that bag into the 11 pound, 11 and a half pound range that I knew I needed in order to cash a check. And I just knew that I was running out of time. So I kept trying to throw the jig, throw that uh, shaky head that I had success on the day before. And I would get short bites on the shaky head. I wasn't getting bit very well on the jig either. Eventually I decided that, you know, I think I needed even something even smaller like a Ned rig. So I put on the X-Zone lures uh, Ned zone on a Ned rig that I make myself and I was able to cull out um, one of my smaller fish and probably upgraded by even a pound which definitely boosted me up a lot considering um, I would have came in with probably seven and a half pounds instead of eight and a half like I did on day two still nothing to write home about I still dropped a lot in the standings but thankfully that adjustment Put another fish in the boat and i was able to pull out um, a pretty small fish and added maybe a two two and a half pound fish my goal for this tournament was that i wanted to cash a check i really really needed to cash a check in this tournament i felt that lake shasta suits my style of fishing and i felt like i had the opportunity to do so with the, the weight that i brought in on day one I'm really bummed out and disappointed in my performance on day two because I really felt like I was on the bite to get me that check. I wasn't on a bite to win or to be in the top 10, but I felt like I was around the fish to get a check that I could bring in the quality I needed to get to that check range. So I was really disappointed come the end of the day when I knew that I didn't have what I needed in order to bump me up into check range. I was super disappointed. I was really hoping to get a check so that way I could continue to, to fish some of these tournaments. I really wanted to go to New Malones. I've heard a lot of great things about New Malones that it has a lot of big spotted bass, has good largemouth. There's smallmouth in there, I think. And I was really looking forward to another event on a new body of water and at a place that's well known for, for being a good place to go fish. You know, it's just really a bummer when you felt like you had the chance to do well in the tournament, to cash a check, to accomplish your goal for the event, but it just doesn't work out. Um, I know that's all on me. I didn't adjust as well as I should have. I didn't find enough areas to give me the number of bites and the quality bites that I needed in order to um, be successful because that's what it boils down to is that I just didn't have the bites and the quality that I needed for that two-day event to get me into a check range. I needed to have more two-pound fish. I needed to have some other bigger kickers to bump me up to keep me in that check range and I just didn't have it. I do think the, the pattern that I was fishing 
the types of areas that I was looking for while I was fishing had the potential to, to, to give me the quality and the numbers of fish that I needed in order to get into check range, but I just wasn't able to make those bites happen. And when you can't get them hooked and you can't land them and you can't put them in the boat, you know, it's the what ifs and what you potentially believe doesn't really matter. I really felt that I had the chance to do well in this event. I didn't have the best practice, but after day one and being able to apply what I learned in practice and basically just go fishing and look for certain types of areas on the lake, um, I felt that going into day two, I was gonna be able to duplicate that day. And I felt that I could buckle down, focus on my pattern a little bit more and get a couple more quality bites and bump myself into that next level, into the check range and have a successful tournament. If I could do day two all over again, I would have taken the Alabama rig approach and put it into practice on those deeper, rockier points that I felt had the bigger quality fish, those two pound, maybe three pound fish. And I would have applied it there in the morning rather than running some of the flatter, uh, longer points where I was catching the Alabama rig fish out deep still and just applying that to you know the deeper main lake points and um, and if that didn't work out just transitioning into the shaky head or even a Ned rig sooner because they just didn't want that bigger profile worm on day two like they did on day one and that smaller Ned zone that you know it's three inches small three inches smaller I think that the fish when they bit it just got that hook and you were able to get that hook in there and catch them a lot easier than them eating that entire six inch worm. I really felt like they were just eating the tail of that bait. They'd pick it up and you'd feel the bite. They'd hold on to it and then you'd set the hook and then that, that worm would just come out and they didn't have enough of it to actually get hooked. Um, I wish I would have switched over to the Ned Rig sooner, but that's just something you live and you learn. Overall, I did have a really good time at Lake Shasta. Practice was fun. The tournament was fun as well. It was a grind on day two. I'm disappointed in how I finished. I had higher hopes for myself. I felt like I could do better than what I showed and where I finished. Um, I'm looking forward to the next event. I'm not sure where it's gonna be, when it's gonna be. I know for sure I'm gonna fish the US Open in October, but it's January right now, so I don't know what it's gonna look like in the meantime. I don't think New Malonis is gonna work out. I really needed to cash a check in order to make that happen. But I'm hopeful that something will work out and I'll be able to you know, fish a couple more events before the US Open rolls around in October. But if not, I'll keep fishing. I'll be fishing at home. You never know, maybe I'll get to take a trip somewhere, fish out of town and um, have some fun doing that. But in the meantime, I'll be putting out content from my local waters in San Diego and putting out different you know, how-to videos and stuff like that. So stay tuned to the channel. Please like, please comment, please subscribe. Hit the notification button as well. I'd love for you to check out some of my other videos. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, share it. That would be awesome. Maybe take a screenshot and post it on your Instagram. If you tag me at Matt Luna Fishing, I'll share it as well. It'd be awesome for you to do that. Um, thanks for watching again, and I hope you enjoyed this video. Hey everybody, I want to say thank you for listening to this episode of the Matt Luna Fishing Podcast. I want to let you know about my email list. If you want to sign up for my email list, you can sign up in the description of this episode. In my email list, I send out tips, 
updates on when new videos and podcasts are available. I'd love for you to be a part of it and allow me to create content for you outside of social media and this podcast. Sign up below in the description of this podcast. Thanks.